Welcome to The Father's Heart with Tom Clark, better known as Papa Tom. Good morning. This is Tom Clark, Papa Tom. I'm here today to talk to you about a very interesting subject that's a little esoteric, which means it's kind of way out there, but I'm going to bring it back to the to the earth, so to speak, and bring it back to your lives and how uh, it has affected my life. And I'm sure it can very much affect your life in a very positive way. Uh, the subject is energy and more specifically sound energy. And it's very interesting how I came about thinking about um, what I was going to talk about today. Because I always think about it and I always pray about it and I ask the Lord, I talk to my dad about it. And so it all started with a conversation that I had with, uh, with God um, about a week ago. And I was thinking um, in my mind, I was saying, I'm getting older and, and I really want to make sure that I use my time and my energy and my money in a good way. So uh, those are the three resources that I know that I have, and everyone listening to this uh, talk show, that you all have time, you all have energy, and you all have money. So where are you going to use the resources you have, uh, and for what purpose? Uh, to the betterment of yourself, to the betterment of society, the betterment of your family, what are you going to use the resources for? So I'm having this conversation with God, and, and uh, I started realizing something. By the way, um, our mission statement is bringing the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers. This is also natural. It's also uh, spiritual in a sense. Uh, and in the spiritual side of it, it all has to do with connection. It all has to do with communication. And so this communication I'm having uh, with my God, my Father, is share, I'm going to share it with you because it's going to have, uh, I think, significant impact. It has significant impact on my life, and I'm sure it's going to have one on yours as well. Um, I started thinking about energy. I started realizing that energy is the connection between the seen and the unseen world, specifically sound energy. So in the conversation I was having, I was talking about the three resources I had, and God told me something very interesting. He said, Tom, I said, you know, you've got time, energy, and uh, money. That's from your perspective. But from my perspective, I, I exist outside of time, and I certainly don't need the money. So the, only, the resource that I have available to me is energy. And I started thinking about that and focusing on the thought that from God's perspective, energy is the resource. And so how is that, uh, how does that affect the world? How does that affect me personally? And I started realizing something that God is creator and he uses energy to create. He specifically uses sound energy to create. And so the conversation went along these lines, and I started realizing in my mind, I remembered from Scripture, he said, let there be light, or light be, actually, in the Hebrew, and there was light. So he took something that didn't exist and brought it into existence. Some, and he did that by speaking. He also says in his word that everything is held together by the word of his power or the power of his word. What's that word mean? That word is he's speaking. He's keeping it together. So it's, it's something that I started really thinking way out in my mind about the God I knew, my father was an uncreated being, and yet he creates. And what, how does he create is he speaks things into existence by um, the words that he speaks. The other thing was, each one of us is created in the image and likeness of God. Therefore, we can also create or procreate with him. Created the image and likeness of God, he gave us the ability to speak. He gave us a tongue or a mouth, and we can express things. 
we don't always have to use it in a good way, um, but we should be using it in a good way. And when we're creating things, we are doing things. This very show didn't exist uh, a few seconds ago. <laughs> we're creating it right now. And it has existed with sound energy. It's affecting the atmosphere. It's affecting the atmosphere on the radio waves at the moment. And it's going to be captured. It's going to be put into a podcast. It's going to be put on the Internet. It's going to be put on social media. But the capturing of the content is going to affect people later on. Not just the audience that listens to it in this 30-minute time period, but it's also going to affect people later as they listen to it. So words that we speak release energy into the atmosphere. And uh, I also thought it was very curious because I started thinking about, okay, if that's true, they affect the atmosphere, then why is it that every time something happens, the lowest thing on the totem pole people do is they pray? And pray is just talking to God. By the way, when we talk about talking to God, it just made me think about there's a, uh, a song that comes out uh, talking to Jesus. I listen to it like four or five times a day. Elevation Music hooks it out, and I just really like the song. So I just give you a plug out for talking to Jesus. If you ever get a chance to listen to it, it's a... Uh, it's, uh, very um, uplifting song. It's very uplifting to me. My wife complains to me. I listen to it four or five times. She says, are you going to get tired of listening to that song? I said, I'm never going to get tired of listening to that song. Getting back to my point, though, about prayer. Uh, we'll do everything that we can to solve a problem. If we're hurt, we're injured, whatever happens in our life, the last thing we seem to do is pray. And yet, that's the most powerful thing we can do. If we really believe the words that we're saying, then prayer is changing the atmosphere our words could be so powerful, potentially they could be so powerful, they, could, uh, they should be the first thing that we do. You know, I, I'm thinking about two instances I remember out of Scripture when uh, the Son of Man said things, and he only said three words, and yet it completely changed everything. The first thing he said, uh, I remember, was uh, he's out in a boat in the Sea of Galilee. It's a raging storm. He's with fishermen, professional fishermen who really know what a storm looks like and feels like, and they're thinking they're going to die. So it had to be a pretty bad storm. And, and he only said three words. He said, peace, be still, and wham, immediately. The entire storm stopped. Imagine the power of those words. And it was only three. It's always amazing to me how uh, when Jesus spoke, he didn't speak long soliloquies or monologues. He just said concise words, peace be still. Another one I remember, he says, Lazarus, come forth. He literally raised the dead with three words. So words are very powerful, particularly words that are spoken from the word itself and words from the word itself that have love and truth behind them. Uh, it says in the scripture that when Samuel spoke, God never let a word of his fall to the ground without accomplishing, because he was constantly in God consciousness aware what the word was. Um, another thought came to me when I was talking to God. I said, that means ev everything you speak came into being. Well, where, where did the words come from that you decided to speak? And God said, they came from inside of me. And I started realizing that everything that was created was the thought that was inside of God, and it came from inside of him, outside of him, by speaking. And I said, that's very interesting because energy was released when he spoke. And energy was the connection between the unseen world and the seen world was energy. And it was with God speaking it into being. You know, the devil can't create anything. He can't reproduce himself. He can't create. 
but God can. It's one of the things I think he got very jealous about human beings because we are created the image and likeness of God, as I said previously, and uh, we can create. And our words are very powerful uh, for, for the effect of creating things. You know, I, I did my uh, business card. I just want to show it to you. Uh, this business card, uh, I didn't realize it when I created it, but it's, it's actually the back of the card. There's the front of the card about, uh, there we go, the Father's Heart Media with Papa Tom. And the back of the card has this uh, classic painting, I guess it's a picture, of two hands, and there's electricity between them. There's power being released between the two hands. And the power that's being released is energy. It's a takeoff on Michelangelo's Sistine Chapel, where God is up in a cloud and a man, Adam, is being created. And they reach their hands together. They almost touch. There's about a half an inch distance, maybe a quarter of an inch distance between the two fingers. But there's, there's light energy being exchanged between the two of them. It's something that's very interesting, and I didn't even pick up the nuance of that when I did the business card, but I started realizing it before I came here today that that was actually put into the very card. So um, another thing I started thinking about, everything created doesn't go away. Uh, the devil can't destroy, in ultimate sense, the devil can't destroy anything. He just changes his form. He can't touch the periodic table, which is the table of elements. When God creates something, it could be what we see as destroyed is uh, it changes its form. Like Hiroshima, for example, was the atomic bomb. It destroyed the whole city. It just changed the form of the whole city. Those, those atoms that were there were dispersed in uh, almost an infinite number of ways, but they still exist in some, in some way, shape, or form. Uh, so I was talking to uh, the next point of that was I was reminded of a conversation I had with the station owner of uh, WSIC t News Talk Radio, and we were talking about the business that we're in. And I started thinking about, okay, uh, the perspective was, are we in the radio business? Are we in the media business? What business are we in? And I said, well, Mark, I said, I think we're not thinking about it right. Uh, what we really is is the energy business. We're in the sound energy business. <laughs> And the sound energy business is captured, yes, on radio. And that's never going to go away, by the way, because it's audible. But it's being uh, distributed by uh, broadcast radio. It's being distributed by podcasts. It's being distributed on the Internet. The forms in which it's being distributed are changing. However, sound energy is going out into the atmosphere. So it'd be incumbent upon us to think about how we can use that sound energy in a good way. And that was something um, that uh, was an interesting way of thinking about things. You know, um, it's not lost on um, the prince of the power of the air, also known as the father of lies, that he uses media to uh, bring bad words into our existence. And I would consider, uh, I guess, in my perspective of what, what's bad words? What's the difference between good words and bad words? Bad words are words that create fear and lies. So words that are spoken with the intent behind them to lie or to cause fear are bad words. Words that come forth that speak love and truth are good words. Pretty simple. Not that hard to figure out. And yet the media is often used to create fear. 
you know, the expression in the, um, in the business is if it bleeds, it leads. Well, what happens in people's lives if you're watching, if it's newspapers uh, years ago or a TV or radio? Um, why is it that, why is that the principle? Why, why would you say if it bleeds, it leads? Because if it bleeds, it creates fear. And yet a lot of people watch something because uh, even though it creates fear, there's a certain uh, energy being released and they're attracted to the energy, uh, even though it's fear. And it, and it has a very bad effect on our brains. You know, Dr. Caroline Leaf wrote a book that I thought was extremely interesting. She's a neurosurgeon and she wrote a, several books. One of them was Switch On Your Brain. And it discussed as a neurosurgeon, she realized that when uh, fear words were spoken, it literally destroyed brain cells. And when love and truth words were spoken, it attracted proteins and created new brain cells. So we are actively either destroying our brain or uh, creating new brain cells by the words that we speak and the words that we listen to and that we take in. So it's, it's very, very interesting. It's very, very physical. It's not, it's not some ethereal, hypothetical thing way out there in Never Everland somewhere. It really affects our lives in that way. And that's so important to realize that that's what's going on. Um, so this sound energy business that we're involved in, uh, it's important for us to realize that uh, the enemy of our souls also realizes that he can use media to affect us. He wants to use media in a, to affect us in a bad way through fear and lies. That's why we always hear on the story about fake news media and all these other things. And I want to give you a hypothetical situation and it may cause a little fear if I show it to you, but then again, I'm gonna give you a good answer afterwards, so stick with me on this one. Just uh, hypothetically, um, let me create this fictional story that may not be fictional. Hypothetically, let's say we're talking about the theater of the mind and say that those who are in places of evil understands the theater of the mind. And just suppose they created an organization called the CIA. And just suppose the purpose of the CIA was to protect the, the power and the rights of certain wealthy families. And let's just say that the CIDL developed a project of how to protect them, and they were protecting them by using media. Well, how are they going to protect them by using media? Well, they came up with this particular program called, hypothetically, Project Mockingbird. And the Project Mockingbird was creating narratives or talking points in order to uh, broadcast through broadcast channels and these were full of lies that caused people to be afraid. And in causing the people to be afraid, they were willing to give up their freedom to be secure. Now, that may sound very odd and very uh, out there. But just suppose that uh, fake news media was created for the purpose of causing us to be afraid. And that would fall under the power of, basically, not the power, but the influence of evil. Um, so when they create these um, narratives, why are we going in this direction of creating woke things that make people afraid of uh, politically, saying something that's in politically incorrect? If you say something that's politically incorrect, you're going to be canceled. You're, so you're afraid of being canceled. So you're, not, you're going to kowtow to this, uh, this woke philosophy of things. And it really is putting the wool over our eyes and the whole way of thinking is just twisted. Um, if you disagree with something that somebody says, 
they want to cancel you. Uh, if you're a conservative, talking about conservative issues, I've used that term on college campuses, uh, you're going to disturb people in their safe places so you're not allowed to talk. Uh, this, this is really against freedom. It's really a guess what God wants us as, as his creation to do. He wants us to speak, and he wants us to speak good words, and he wants us to speak good words to change the atmosphere. Why should we be silenced? Um, now, there's both, as we said before, both good words and bad words, but good words are uh, powerful words, and they will change the atmosphere. Uh, evil words bring darkness. And it says in Scripture that uh, the darkness cannot uh, uh, overcome the light. In fact, the opposite says, it says the light will always overcome the darkness. And um, that requires it to be spoken. It requires truthful words to be spoken. We have to first understand what the truthful words are. That's why God gave us the Scripture. But in uh, speaking about these things, these are things that, um, you know, that... Uh, are given to us to change the atmosphere and to change our own lives, which is where I want to um, move this conversation to, is making it personal for each one of us. We can change our own lives by the words we speak. You know, you may, may have heard it talk about positive talk, uh, even just saying positive things, even if there's no spiritual connection for you in your mind. You just want to deal with your own soul. Dealing with your own soul, you can speak positive words, and that will change your life in a good way. Um, we have a uh, talk show host here named Tracy Alston. I'll give a shout out to her. She's great, by the way. And we talk about uh, when we're uh, off the air, we're talking about um, having good vibes. And you'll hear that expression. She's really upbeat, and she's very, very positive. In fact, her show is following mine. <laughs> and she'll say things about being positive. We could talk to ourselves and be positive with the words that we speak, and that'll change our lives. If you want to go beyond yourself, if you want to go to your family or friends or, or the concentric circles of your social environment, speak positively to them. And the most positive things you'll ever say to anybody will always be the Word of God. In the Word of God is so practical to speak things. And words that will... Um, positive words that have love and truth with them that connect them back to God, your Father, man, that's, that's the highest I think you could go in the things that you're going to say. So we're coming forward to this uh, time in our history where darkness is uh, really encroaching upon us, and it's becoming more and more incumbent upon us to understand that it's imperative that we begin to speak positive words. It's imperative that we pray. It's imperative that we pray for ourselves. It's imperative that we pray for our families. It's using words, talking to God about the things that he wants to be brought onto the earth. You know, he has something he says in his words. says, uh, my words shall go forth, it shall not return empty without accomplishing that which I desire and for the matter for which I send it to. Well, he gives his word to us, for us to speak it out. Because he says also that the heavens belong to God, but the earth has been given to man. So we've been given the earth so we can speak things onto the earth, affecting our lives and affecting everybody around us. So it's going to come down to really a choice that we each have made. We're either going to have fear and we're going to be full, uh, affected by lies, or we are going to be affected by um, uh, love and truth as 
as best we can understand it from the word. So I, I really want to uh, um, make that clear that these are the things that actually uh, affect us. So I want to do some positive things today with you. The time I have on the air, I want to speak some positive blessings. Um, first of all, I want to share with you some experiences my wife and I have had that I'd like to share with the audience. Uh, there are two movies we've just seen. One was called Life Mark, and the other one was called uh, Running the Bases. Uh, there are some similar actors in each one of those two movies, but they're very positive movies, very movie, movies that are very good for your family if you want to see them. The first movie, Life Mark, it's a Christian movie, and that deals with uh, a young man who was adopted, and he got to be 18 years old uh, with the family that adopted him. He had a right to see his biological parents. It's based on a true story, and it's great. It's very edifying, very much build you up. Second one uh, is set around a baseball uh, environment, and it's two brothers who are twins, both love baseball, baseball was their life, the older brother and the younger brother, uh, but the, they both had a heart defect, and the older brother uh, was running around the bases, and he got around third base and had this heart defect, had a heart attack, and he died, and so uh, the younger brother, to honor him, realized that he had the same heart defect, so he couldn't play baseball, he ended up becoming a coach, and uh, in honor of his older brother, he would run the bases and then get down and kneel on home plate and uh, honor his, his, uh, his brother in that way. And it's a very heartwarming story. Uh, it's a story that reveals standing up for what is true and uh, would encourage you to, to go to those places. Uh, another thing I've had is there's two um, uh, establishments that uh, I'm attending and I would like to give a shout out to. Uh, one was the Neighborhood Cafe in uh, Huntersville, uh, North Carolina. The second one's way down in, uh, in, in, the, in the city of Charlotte. Uh, it's a very unusual place. It's called, it's a shoe store. Of all places, a shoe store. You think of that, that wouldn't be that interesting, but it happens to be uh, an unusual shoe store that sells these high-end shoes. They have a, these basketball shoes and sneakers and things like that. Uh, it's called um, Request Boutique, originated out of Atlanta. There's a store in Greensboro, a store used to be in Concord, and it moved over into um, Charlotte. And one of the managers there is a guy named Goose. He's just become a recent father, and I was able to give him one of my books to Goose, which, by the way, these are two books that uh, we have. And uh, if you call the radio station, I'll give you the books either electronically Electronically, I'll give the books to you um, if you give an email address. But if you give me your physical address, I'll actually send you the books for the first 10 people that call the radio station. The radio station's number is 704-873-1400, 704-873-1400. And if you call any time today, it doesn't have to be during the show. And uh, give us either your email address for the electronic version or the uh, physical address. And I want to bless you with the consciousness of God in your life uh, and consciousness of how much he loves you and how much he wants you to speak good words so that you'll change your life, change the atmosphere around you, change the vibe that you give off. The energy that comes into you will be released from you. And not only will change your life, you'll change the lives of everybody that's around you. So uh, remember, it's very important to speak uh, good, 
and to speak words that have love and truth in them. And if you don't know where that love and truth comes from, it's very simple. It actually is in the Word of God. I don't say that in a religious way or a theological way. I say it in a very practical way. Remembering that your Father is creator. Your Father wants you to create. He wants you to uh, co-create with Him. But the concept there is He wants to be connected with you. And in that connection, He wants the things that you do in your life, where you spend your time, where you spend your energy, where you spend your money, should be connected with Him and the energy He wants to release into your life through the words that you speak. These are all things that are very much um, positive, very much helpful, and I want everybody who listens to this show to receive this from Papa Tom, because it comes from God, my Father, and your Father. You've been listening to The Father's Heart with Tom Clark. Join us again next Thursday morning at 8, right here on News Talk WSIC.